Daniel. Hey, Michael. Welcome to the Edge broadcast. I am excited to be here. I've been looking forward to, to forward to <laughs> right. it. Well, I'm excited about your camera, man, because you know we don't really do a lot of we don't do a lot of test setups, man. We just tell somebody we're going to call them up on Zoom or Skype or whatever, and then we get what we get. So, was it really the cowboy? Really appreciate when somebody log on's got a, a good camera. Well, hey, Michael, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, and that is dreams. Because I think this, this whole subject needs to really be studied and investigated. I think there's so much more to it than just, you know, pie in the sky, you know, I had a dream, I had a nightmare type of thing. I think I think there's something else going on here. Would you would you agree? I totally agree. And uh, I can expand uh, a lot on it and a little on it. Uh, depends how, uh, how much you want me to delve into it. Well, I say delve into it to the maximum degree. In fact, I want you to go so far that you can't even believe that you're sharing what you're sharing on the air. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's great. That's, uh, let's start. So um, uh, the first uh, really important thing about a dream is that a dream is really an environment. And uh, sometimes, especially in the West, we think about a dream as if you get a little movie to watch at night or uh, it is a letter being sent from mystery source X to you that you need to decipher. But that's not, uh, that's not correct. Actually, when in the dream, we are somewhere in a place, in an, in an other world. And in this other world, we encounter these different beings, these different states of consciousness. And uh, uh, that is the experience of dream. And uh, while we are in the dream, we don't know we're dreaming. We take it for real. Mm -hmm. Then uh, we wake up and then we take this reality for real. Mm -hmm. And then we go to bed and we take that the dream reality for real. Mm -hmm. So the interesting thing is we're constantly in, in worlds that we take for real. But at the same time, we know that other worlds are coexisting uh, uh, next to it. Mm -hmm. So that is the, the, the first step into, into what a dream is and where we can take it from there. Mm -hmm. Well, you say that we don't know that we're dreaming, but uh, now I've personally experienced this, though not often. Uh, what I did would say a dream within a dream. Have, you, have that ever happened to you? Yes, there, there are indeed some exceptions to it. Uh, there are uh, dreams in which you uh, see uh, your grandmother, and at once you think, hey, this grandma, grandma is dead. Oh my gosh, this must be a dream. And then you realize that you're in a dream, which is called a lucid dream. Mm -hmm. And once you're in a lucid dream, you can explore that environment in all kinds of uh, fun and interesting ways. And um, I'm not sure if you refer to that, but sometimes people have, have also had the experience of that they wake up and then they wake, wake up actually in, and then they continue to dream. So they continue to dream or they sleep on the couch in their, in their dream. And then they have a dream and then they wake up, but they're still in the dream. So you can have these, these ongoing uh, experiences while still being in the dream world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so what, what got you started uh, in, in looking into dreams? I was in my early 20s and uh, I was uh, stuck in my life. I was in the pit and uh, that uh, multiple things led up to it. I lost my dad at the age of 10. He died uh, relatively suddenly. And then uh, uh, I never dealt well with the grief. And then unresolved grief really built up to depression. I didn't have a sense of my future. Uh, I was uh, was just uh, massively stuck. 
And then I read some works by Carl Jung about dreams. And I started to look at my own dreams and and I started to have a whole uh, sense of experiences. I had an out-of-body experience. I started uh, having uh, reconnecting with my dad in the dream. Uh, I started having dreams that showed me where I was and where I could go. So dreams became really uh, a helpful, uh, supportive uh, guide in my life to live a more fulfilling life. Mm -hmm. So that's where it all started. And I've been holding on ever since. Can can dreams warn us of impending yes. doom? Both of doom as of, uh, of of good things that are about to happen. I think that uh, probably a lot of people that uh, that that watch or listen have had the experience that they were notified that uh, a loved one is about to die, or that uh, someone in their family was pregnant. But they can also uh, uh, warn uh, to don't do business with this person or. Uh, maybe maybe warn that uh, the disease is coming up and you can still uh, intervene before it really uh, becomes uh, dense. Does does uh, people get dreams when they're needed, or do they get dreams pretty much any time? Yeah, great I question. Mean, I mean, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, 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 in, in neuroscience, they've uh, they've they've studied this, and they can see that uh, the area uh, associated with dreaming is active for two three hours each night. So we're we're probably dreaming every night for at least two three hours, really intense. Mm -hmm. But the most uh, most research, both in neuroscience, if if and if you look at dream work, suggests that uh, that world of dream, that state of consciousness doesn't disappear the moment that we uh, open our eyes it uh, coexists whether you consider that the street that you have this reality our ego mm -hmm. or conscious reality and dream reality coexisting or if you consider it this world and the other world and the other world is uh, is constantly there and it is uh, filled with uh, with beings that have some uh, intelligence mm -hmm. and so dreaming is actually happening 24 7 and a lot of our intuitions and thoughts and creative inspirations come from a different state of consciousness that we for the East could call can dreaming we, um, consciousness. Okay. Uh, and everybody's heard of the term daydreaming. Can, yeah. can, can we get to the depth of dream guidance during the waking hours or is only something that depth gets to in the sleeping state? Like the in, the state. Sleep, in the sleeping state, it is easier because we, we, we really delve into the depths of, uh, of our own soul. However, we can still uh, we can also get that same guidance through uh, daydreams or uh, a form of active uh, imagining, really being very intuitive. But it's a little bit more difficult to to descend into those layers of consciousness. But the state of consciousness is twenty four seven there, mm -hmm. and uh, the support is twenty four seven present. I see some somebody in live chat said that uh, if they're in a dream and they dream they have to go to the bathroom that they better get up and go to the bathroom because they could have an accident i guess um so, that's possible so do now when you when you use the term connecting to the soul through dream incubation now yeah what's the process of incubating a dream yeah so it's an it's a very old technique in which uh, almost any culture around the world has figured out that there is a uh, certain supportive uh, 
figure or a state of consciousness available to humans. And uh, that uh, you can ask your dream for guidance before you go to bed on, uh, on any question that is relevant to you. And then you can have a supportive dream. And uh, that, is, uh, that is dream incubation. Mm-hmm. Um, people are watching the show. They're sending in questions. So we'll, uh, yeah, yeah, great. we'll intermingle those, those in there. Yeah. Um, Smoke says, um, can you speak about waking dreams? Yes. So if we would uh, uh, consider that that state of consciousness that we're having uh, for the ease of imagining. We have our habitual consciousness, this consciousness that's active right now. And that dreaming consciousness is coexisting as a layer underneath or, or besides it. And so when you daydream, that, that state of consciousness, uh, that dreaming consciousness comes up. So we start also noticing how it becomes a little bit, I start daydreaming, I start imagining. Sometimes we start even uh, uh, really seeing everything around us. I start, uh, it, it is not unlike reading a book. In a book also, you start uh, imagining a whole world around you. And in a daydream, that can happen as well. And if we do it well, we can also sink into the, the, the deeper layers of consciousness. But we have, to, we have to slow it down. We have to really allow the imagination to come up. And then, and then uh, you're uh, you're in the world of uh, of, of daydreaming. That is uh, is is let's say a, a light version of uh, nighttime dreaming. Hmm. So when you say uh, ask your, let me see. And by the way, I I have the book here. So in case anybody wants to know, uh, this uh, this is what I was. And you just mentioned it. Ask your dream for help. Yes. Is that almost like asking a person? Are you asking yourself, or is a dream an entity? What, how do you? How does that go? Yeah, it it is a bit. Uh, uh, I, I there are many names for some form of a mystery. There's some mystery inside of us, outside of us, that is on standby and is interested in helping and educating us. And uh, you, some people uh, call it uh, the divine or God or the great friend or the mystery force of life or uh, some state of consciousness. So whatever name we give to it, let's say for the East, the mystery. And the mystery uh, does, uh, does speak through dreams. It speaks in many ways, but dreaming is, is, is where, it spe- where we can see its, its language pretty clear. And, and that mystery uh, is, is interested in helping us with uh, challenges in our lives that are really uh, uh, yeah, relevant to our life path. Mm. Um, how is it possible, uh, Michael, that we are in a dream now? Uh, yes, that depends also how how you want to phrase it. But if we if we would, in a certain way, the mystery at night generates uh, constructs a world. We call that world dream. It's just an, an human name for a world we find ourselves in. That same mystery constructs this world, and uh, and so and we call that we call that uh, uh, waking life or reality. 
but these are these are worlds that are created from a from a deeper level of uh, of, of of consciousness and that level of consciousness generates worlds also right now it, it generates through us a world the world is not that we perceive is not literally out there but comes through the senses in here and our own own soul paints a world around us and so we could call it all forms of imagination or forms of dream or form, forms of consciousness whatever name we give to it but there's all these all these worlds happening mm. Okay. Does that make sense? Well, yeah. I mean, to some extent. <laughs> I mean, we're gonna go. We're gonna go pretty deep on this thing here. Just hang on. All right. So Rose asks this question. It says, "I keep dreaming I'm in this beautiful house, like a mansion, but it has stuff in it from someone else that lived there." What do you think that means? Well, very often dreams about houses have something to do with our personality, and uh, if you're in an uh, in a mansion. It could be uh, that it uh, is an expanded sense of your own personality with uh, with stuff that uh, that you don't recognize that belongs to you. So maybe there is stuff there that is, uh, let's say, karma from uh, from 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 a more collective karma or karma that uh, that is yours to to work out. So it would be interesting to figure out what kind of stuff is there. What are what and, and ask your uh, that she asks herself what what do I associate to this stuff what kind what might this be mm-hmm. and then wonder whether it is stuff uh, would that would be good for her to engage with or not but most likely she dreams about it so that she can engage with it and it will give her a sense that her personality is bigger than she assumes it's more like mm-hmm. a mansion mm-hmm. and the deeper personality is is vast so. Uh, it would be a great way to grow into that uh, that mansion for her. All right, so Michael, I um, I've had one dream that I can absolutely for sure say had a meaning and effect, and I'll, I'll share it with you. And those who've been watching the program for a long time may have heard it before, but I'll tell you, and I'll yeah. ask. I want to ask you a question about it. So, I uh, in my town, which is outside of Indianapolis, there's this big tower, big water tower. And one night I had a dream that the there was a trap door at the bottom of it, and that trap door opened up and all the water came out. Now, the next day, uh, I decided to go to a, a certain church I'd never been to before, and I was talking to somebody in the foyer, and I was saying, man, I, I just had this weird dream that this tower had the water come out of it. And some guy kind of, kind of barreling through all the people and said, what did you say? And I said, I said I had a dream about this big water tower. Well... It was the guy that built that water tower, and the night before, the door opened and all the water came out. So he was shocked, and I was shocked. Now, yes, and that's the clearest case I've ever can connect mm. a dream to a reality. And there, yeah. are, there are other gradations or variations, lesser amounts to save dreams, but not on that level. But my my question is, what good is the dream if it's after the fact? Well, I think that uh, one uh, one one thing that it uh, that it shows unmistakably for you is that there is something in you outside of you that uh, knows things that you don't know. So it shows you about this water tower with this door, and uh, and and then you have this synchronistic event where where it gets confirmed that this actually is indeed a real event. 
So there's a knowing in you and it, and it just shows you that it can know things that you don't know. Now, this is maybe not immediately uh, relevant to your life, but uh, it, uh, it, it opens the door further to build an, a relationship, which you clearly have, but to build a relationship with this knowing for other things in your life. Because it not, not only knows this, it knows an incredible amount of things. And you can engage with it through prayer, through dreams, through uh, daydreams, and uh, and strengthen that relationship to live a fulfilling life. Okay, so is is dream and getting the meaning of dreams or even having dreams, is that something that one could train oneself to be better or get better results or better information from? Yes. In uh, uh, what... Uh, 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 first of all, if people start uh, writing down their dreams, at once they start having more dreams and clearer dreams. If people then start listening to uh, the suggestions in the dreams, the dream uh, starts uh, generating more interesting uh, help and suggestions. So it's very relational. If we show interest in it, it shows interest back. If we're not so interested, it lets us be not out of uh, uh, some resentment, but more, it gives uh, space. Mm -hmm. But if we want to build that relationship, it's open and, and excited about it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so, yes, we can, we can strengthen that, uh, that relationship. I, I see somebody in the, in the live chat said that they've met people in their dreams. And I did see a chapter in your book where it says, uh, you're, you should, or you can connect to fellow dream incubators. Is that, in the dream or is that people that have dreams like you say in normal walking daylight yeah that is that that was more referring to 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 the people in the past and people that currently do it the same in this reality but uh we can also meet other in dream so we can uh, both meet uh, uh, deceased figures but we also can meet other people uh we we technically could meet tonight in the dream space and have an uh, have an exchange it is it is uh, it is a kind of an interconnected field that we all all have and once we're in it we can meet other people and through lucid dreaming people have done very interesting uh, experiments so lucid dream is one that you know you're dreaming and then if i know that i'm dreaming i could say dream i want to meet daniel and then i would be meeting you and I could say, hey, in the dream, uh, I gave you a sign. Do you remember what I did? Mm -hmm. And then you could say, yeah, I saw you cross your arms. Mm -hmm. We were like, yeah, that's right. And, and you, have you, you've experienced something like that yourself? Uh, no, I, uh, I haven't. But I have heard very, uh, ac very accurate uh, descriptions from people what, that I've worked with. Or uh, Michael, what's the difference between, say, lucid dreaming and say visiting other dream incubators? Uh, in uh, remote viewing? Um, well, uh, usually remote viewing is done uh, from this reality and then you get in a kind of a trance state by which you view remotely and uh, and, this, and and you tap into, into that same unified field and in the dreams you're also in that unified field and if you become aware once you're there you could say, I would like to be in with the permission of Daniel in his uh, in his study room 
and uh, see what it's like. And then I could the next day describe to you, oh, you have uh, this type of table and you have uh, these pens there. So you could do remote viewing also in a, in a, from a lucid dream state mm-hmm. because you just tap into the same in the same unified uh, field that Jung would call the collective unconscious or so, whatever name gives to it. So I saw somebody in the live chat say that they believe they are living in a, a nightmare, which is a, a a dream in itself. So I guess they're considering yeah. that their life is a nightmare dream that is a reality. Can they dream their way out of that nightmare into good times? Yeah, night, night, nightmares, nightmares themselves are very treatable dreams. And... Uh, uh, this, of course, uh, sounds very painful to experience this reality as a nightmare. And uh, the number one thing that I would encourage is uh, connect to that uh, same uh, principle of wisdom and knowing that you had in your dream that showed you about the tower. We all have that. And once we connect with that, at least we're connecting to a safe place that will start helping us to navigate out of uh, out of the nightmare so always get uh, get internally to a safe place and otherwise imagine that uh, maybe uh, a helpful uh, p- a grandfather or a grandmother is there or if you believe in spirit guides or uh, whatever is there to support you and then uh, take a small step towards that what you fear uh, usually uh, where the most energy is, is something we need to work out. Like in, if it was literally a dream, if you in a dream are being chased by a monster, mm-hmm. write down the dream, bring in a helpful figure or that knowing, and then turn around and look at monster. And maybe even say things like, why are you chasing me, monster? And uh, figure out if, it's, if you get some, some thoughts back. Then you will, you will see that things start shifting. So before we before we turn in for the evening, can we sort of impregnate our dream by thinking different thoughts? And I want yeah. the answer to this. I want the answer to that. And I would say, and I use the word impregnate so that it say in the dream state it will give birth to the yes. answer that we seek. Right. Yes. That is that is the same uh, idea as that incubation. So. Uh, it really responds to things that are emotionally relevant to us. Like this person with the nightmare could maybe incubate, show me one thing I can do to uh, uh, navigate through this nightmare in a, in a more helpful way. Or uh, what is one, uh, how can I be more loving to myself? Or very practical, how can I grow my business that uh, would uh, help uh, myself and other people? Mm-hmm. The dream will help us live a more creative life. And you can do that by doing some ritual to impregnate before you go to bed uh, the dream with an, uh, with, with an helpful response. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So now in your book, do, do you have a list of, say, methods to, to get this going? Yes. I, I describe a five-step process. And, uh, and the five steps are that you first identify what is the the living question that you have um, and and just feel into it uh, what 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 is a life for 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 you today oh i've mm-hmm. been thinking about this i was anxious about that i was dreaming about such and so shall i take this job or shall i take the move so that is step 1 mm-hmm. 
Step two is, uh, I'll, I'll just summarize it and we can go in more depth. Step two is uh, write down uh, a clear question. Step three is uh, do a ritual to engage the dream, to, to pump up your expectation and intent. Sleep, dream, record it. Uh, very important because otherwise you forget it. And then step five, work on the dream. Okay. And so how long would it take after you use these steps? Does it start taking effect immediately or is it gradual? No. Yeah. No, you can... Uh, uh, I've seen uh, people that say, "Oh, I've never dreamed. I don't even if I if I, I don't even know whether I dream. I don't even know if I believe this." And uh, it doesn't matter, as long as you with an, uh, an an open mind say it's it's good to say I don't know. It's not so helpful to say I know it doesn't work, especially if you haven't tested it. So you can say, "Tell the dream." Oh, I don't know. I've listened to the rambling and raving of this Machil uh, guy online, and uh, I want to test this. Mm -hmm. And then say to the dream, do those five steps, and then uh, uh, you very well might have the answer right, right there, right, uh, right tonight. So if somebody, if somebody's dreaming that they're in a haunted house, uh, would you say they are in a haunted house? Well, a part of their psyche is uh, is is in a haunted space. Yes, doesn't mean that their whole whole psyche is there, but part of them feels like they are in a haunted house. And in, in modern psychology, that might be called a complex. And if you go to an indigenous culture, they might say uh, some some spirit is haunting you. And uh, then you have to figure out what, what is it that is haunting me. Mm. Yeah, but it would be an important dream to figure out what what is being, what and where do I feel in my life being haunted? Now, I, I, I bet everybody who's watching this program can say they've had repetitive dreams does that yeah. just means they're just not get, getting they're not getting the answer that they're they're not addressing some issue or what's going yeah, on? Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, and 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 first of all, a repetitive dream is an important dream because uh, we somehow don't get the message. And if we would get the message, our life would open up. We would. It is almost like we're stuck somewhere, and it is just trying to continue to give us a message. And, uh, and so the best is not to say, oh, gosh, there's that dream again. I wish I didn't have the dream. No, go into the dream, figure it out. Because once you figure it out, that, that dream won't come back. Mm -hmm. you, 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 you will have picked up on what the message is. And the message is always in your, in your best interest. It's like uh, the river of life wants to flow further and somehow there's something in the way. And you the, the the person hasn't figured it out and the dream is trying to to try to present how you can get around it or through it or what oh. to do with it okay uh, by the way on our website we have a uh, a uh, poll question uh, for the viewers it says where do dreams come from and the answers uh, they can select are your own mind another dimension another time the heavenly realm another galaxy the nether world or another you let's take a look at those results all right, uh, Michiel, the 65% um, say that dreams come from your own mind, and then 13% uh, says the heavenly realm, and then goes down the next one, there's the netherworld, and I'm not even sure where the netherworld is, but it don't sound like a really good place. So, but I, I disagree myself. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have selected your own mind. I personally, after all the shows I've done, hundreds, yeah. hundreds, thousands, and to all the people I've talked to, and even my own research, I just feel like 
dreams come from somewhere else. I don't, because here's the thing, just bear with me for a second. Yes. So, so you have a dream of a car and the car's going somewhere and it's a car you've never seen Mm -hmm. and it's going somewhere you've never been. And then, then you're driving along and you see some people and then you see a cow and then all this and that. But this, a dream by nature is like a movie. And a movie has actors that need to be selected, a cast that needs to be selected. Then somebody else over here has got to write the script. So somebody's writing mm-hmm. the script. Somebody's get, getting the cast. Somebody's getting the objects to be in the movie. Then they're coalescing that into a framework that you can see as it begins to play. You don't know where it's going. You don't know what the mm-hmm. intent of it is. So therefore, how could you have even designed that? But so I'm just saying all these things have to take place before you even have a dream. It just seemed like we go sleeping and the dreams start. I would say they come in, they come floating in because especially if you, if you have a dream of something where you've never seen me, of course, because, because I've always heard people say, well, you've seen an object and you, you know, I've had many dreams where mm-hmm. I saw something I have never seen before and I'm not, right. not forgotten yeah. either. So it seems to me somebody else is choreographing the whole thing and, and piping it in, but that's just me. I uh, I think uh, that uh, I I totally uh, agree with uh, you that I've also had dreams that that I saw environments, objects, uh, figures, new uh, new new things that I've never seen in in my life before, and um, and I've got and and I've gotten answers to questions or or the or character set things that were 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 way beyond what I uh, what I knew but it's also it's a combination between uh, our personal mind and the larger mind or our our the little self and the big self mm-hmm. because some of our we we are driving around in that uh, in that car and then we see uh, the tiger and then we think oh my gosh it's a tiger and then I slam in the dream on the brakes and I uh, drive uh, a different direction. So I do also things in response to this to this environment that is not me. So it is a part of me and a part of the environment. So it's a, it's a combination, I think, between a little self and a big self or the little mind and the big mind. Mm-hmm. All right, we have questions. more questions coming in. This here is from uh, Grumpy Old Army Vet. It says, can you explain demons in dreams such as incubus and succubus? Oh, it, it broke up for a second. I didn't yeah, hear you. Uh, he says, uh, can you explain demons in dreams such as incubus and succubus? How, how are yeah. they getting in your dream? Well, um they uh, they could uh, they could come there uh, because we're in 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 some territory that that they can can walk through uh, it can also be a, it can be a manifestation of our own mind that we're really afraid and it takes on the form and shape of some demon but it is really our own fear that is being personified as a demon mm-hmm. or we uh, we encounter uh, a an, an, an very negative force in our dream and uh um and and then it's just best not to engage with it yeah uh well it's interesting that the the questioner wrote incubus and succubus both of those are are sexual demons so could, couldn't these demons be just manifested if somebody just ain't getting any uh, well uh if uh, if a person uh, also would have uh, 
an, an, an idea that there would be some form of temptation by the devil if you were uh, in sexuality and you have somewhat your own mind has demonized sexuality, then uh, your own mind could manifest itself as, uh, as, as one of those demons. Mm -hmm. So that is one. Mm -hmm. Or uh, a demon like that uh, could uh, walk through, your, through the dream space, just like that cow did or somewhat, and maybe try to engage with you or do something. And as long as we just don't engage with it, they don't hold hold any power over us. Oh, that's so good. It's, uh, that's, that's, that's good. Good to know. All right, Teflon Co says, Michael, is it a way to explore or dreams a way to explore other dimensions and realms? I think so. I think that the dream is another world, and uh, uh, and and it is a bit of a a, a a one word for for multiple worlds that we encounter in uh, at night. Because at night you could have an uh, you could have an out of body experience or uh, astral travel or be in a dream, and we for the east usually call them all uh, a dream. But there are different inflictions of other worlds or other frequencies or other realms that uh, we in this uh, in these nightly journeys uh, encounter and visit. So, uh, would you? Is it possible that when when somebody dies within a dream, that they're going to go their life in the other world, the next world is going to be that dream, and that will no. be become the reality? How about that no, one? That, no, that is it, it's a it's a it comes back uh, uh, more often this thought: if you die in your dream, you will you will also die in this life. Well, there's there's many people that have died in their dreams, and they're able to report that they did. So um, uh, that doesn't seem to be an indicator that they will die. In, in studies around dreams and death, there were two themes that showed up in people that were dying. Uh, one was that uh, people would go on a journey uh, to a uh, distant uh, place. Uh, and another was uh, uh, that they would uh, uh, get uh, married. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, uh, that was uh, that's somewhat based in the old idea that after death the little soul will marry with the big soul, and so seen from the world of dream, our death uh, is a marriage and kind of a new beginning on the other end and an and a an clear end at, in this world. Mm -hmm. Very painful here, but a beginning there. Mm -hmm. um, so those are dreams that seems to indicate death. Our own dying in ourselves is 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 far more symbolic something in our life dies maybe a relationship job location whatever we uh, face in our life hmm. they say that uh, ghosts are people that have un they were they're hanging around because they have unfinished business and it it seems that that kind of mirrors a little bit of the repetitive dream where something is something you keep repeating because until you get it or until you fix it yeah. or until you address it but it seems to me like a ghost got the same problem uh, yes, uh, it is. Uh, uh, also, there are some research, and 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 people have have noticed that sometimes, uh, uh, not always, but in uh, in people in suicide, that they feel that uh, that some of those people feel that their life hasn't uh, uh, hasn't really finished, and that they uh, that they stay around. 
clearly not all of them, but th those those are uh, anecdotal uh, reports that people say that they've seen those people, that they experienced those people. And so it could be that some, some ghosts uh, haven't uh, completely crossed over or have refused or uh, uh, were so staunch believer that there is nothing that they, sh that they are temporarily uh, stuck between this world and the world behind the world and they're in an in-between place and if they just get go to the light go further your journey is fine uh, then uh, then they could uh, could just move on that, that's that's based on some both anecdotal mm -hmm. uh, uh, responses as what seems to show up in almost any indigenous culture that reports these phenomena. So Michael, when you when you said um, you talked about the, the tiger example, you seen the tiger and you steer away, obviously, yeah. and maybe you weren't even thinking about tiger. Tiger just showed up in your dream. Somebody sent the tiger in, and uh, you went steer away. So it sounds like we, in some point, we become an active participant. So where does that will come from to steer a dream in the direction of safety or away from trouble? Yeah. Or how, yeah. Where does that come from? It's a part of our own personality or our consciousness. Our own mind is actually still uh, awake in the dream state. So the strange thing is when we fall asleep, our mind remains awake, but is not aware. It just doesn't remember that it was in the dream. And that's because our short-term memory goes so offline, but our mind continues to be awake. And that is why, that is why I am in the dream driving and I know, oh, there's the, there's the tiger. Oh my gosh, a tiger. Whoa, let me get here. So part of our mind continues to be awake and that, 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 that makes those decisions. Mm. And that mind is also awake somewhat right now. Okay. All right. Uh, Jade asked this question. If you're, if you are lucid dreaming, are you truly sleeping? Uh, well, that's, in the, that's a great uh, follow-up question. Uh, yes, your body is sleeping. Your mind is not. But if you become lucid in a dream, the only difference between a lucid dream and a regular dream is that in a lucid dream, you know that you're in the dream. So your mind was already awake, but became aware that it was in the dream. And uh, and then it will know, oh, the body is sleeping, yet I am in this dream world, and now I can start, now I know, hey, this is a dream tiger. I can drive to the dream tiger because even if the dream tiger bites me, nothing. I will wake up in this reality with my body intact. I can do all kinds of experiments. We can talk about what it is, but it's a great question. The mind is awake during sleep, but not aware. So let's just say you're dreaming and, and you want to meet uh, a fellow dream impregnator or incubator. Mm -hmm. Now they have to, do they have to, do you got to consult with them ahead of time or, or, or do they give, can they give you permission in the dream to come into their dream or can you just bust on in there without their permission? Well, uh, probably you can bust in there without their permission, but it's, it would be better uh, to, uh, to ask. Uh, so if we would set up an experiment and I, we would say, uh, we would give each other uh, the, uh, we would say, come, let's meet together in the dream and let's give each other a signal. And then let's see tomorrow if we can see, if we can remember the dream 
and can repeat the signal that each of us gave. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think permission uh, is uh, is prefer- preferred. All right, I'm going to ask the viewers, so the viewers watching, I'm going to ask just quick in the live chat, have you had an answer come to you in a dream for a question that you had? We'll just put that out there and see if anybody replies back to that there. All right, so we're going to go to another chapter here, Michael, and um, this is another interesting. It says, uh, how do, well, no, I want to go to this one here. How can dreams help with love, health, and purpose? Yes. So our own soul wants to realize its own potential. Just like uh, the acorn becomes an oak, the calf becomes a cow, our soul wants to incarnate in this reality or wants to realize itself. So if uh, a soul is uh, a cook, then you become you can become a cook in this life. Or if your soul has uh, basketball or football or is a painter or a mechanic, then, uh, then, then you can become that in your life. And so nature wants to become itself. And part of it is also that uh, our own nature wants to uh, experience love. We're just uh, naturally wired to uh, to love uh, love other people and find uh, find uh, find a partner uh, for shorter or longer periods of our life. And uh, and our own nature wants to uh, to help us come in a place where where we find uh, an uh, unsuitable companion that uh, makes life uh, an enjoyable uh, journey. Mm-hmm. But you're saying that we can alter our, our own journey by having a, a d- dream formulation to get us there. Yes, because uh, it it is it is aimed at uh, at helping us, but it, there's also free will. So it will help a little, but if we ask for help, we get just more help. It's like the old idea, ask and you shall be given. And it's actually ask better questions and you get better answers. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or be careful what you ask for because you might, <laughs> yeah, that's you, true you might too. get it. Now, yeah, yeah. obviously, we know that some people are going to be, they're already scheming right now. They say, wait a minute, man, we can do things for our dream. So can I yeah. dream the lottery number? Yeah, yeah. That's a great, uh, great question. I've, uh, I've uh, 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 pondered that as well. I've heard one anecdotal evidence, not uh, from myself, but from someone that uh, uh, reliable source, but I don't know, who said that a monk once asked for the lottery numbers and he said, what I will do if I win the lottery, I will donate it to to the monastery Mm -hmm. to build a better monastery. He said that uh, that monk uh, got the numbers. Whether it's true or not, I don't know. But what it what it looks like is that the dream is not a genie that provides is a wish fulfilling spirit. So it's not like, hey, no. dream, I would like to have a Ferrari or mm-hmm. uh, where's the where's the uh, give me a million dollars. It's it's uh, it's interested in in helping us with our life path mm-hmm. and uh, and a certain generosity. So if I would ask a question, how can I grow my business? So that they uh, serve more people that would benefit from uh, my uh, my my talent. Okay, so so the so dream. you got you got to have some your your intentions got to be good because the dream yeah yeah the dream manufacturer people over there they're gonna they're gonna be looking to see what your intention is and they're gonna they, in fact I would go on to say uh, Michael that if if you if you do say I want I want to 
you know, I want a bigger house and I want, you know, a new car and give me the numbers that they're probably going to send you a nightmare and you're going <laughs> to wish you never asked for that. All right. And fact, speaking of that, uh, put Yahweh first says, uh, and what are nightmares? Nightmares are uh, anxiety dreams and uh, nightmares are a, a subset of, of dreams in which uh, you confront uh, your own anxiety so uh, and and uh, uh, usually it is because we have too much anxiety mm-hmm. and once in a while it's because we don't have anxiety enough so if a person lives in a dangerous area they just move there and they walk around at night uh, without uh, thinking about it they might have an anxious dream where something in in that person has picked up hey this is a dangerous area and they might dream that they got robbed just as a warning mm-hmm. that sometimes happens most of the time it is i'm so anxious about the test that i need to do or i'm so anxious about my uh, performance at work and at once i am uh, uh, running through the high through school trying to figure out where my classroom is to do a test and i can't find it and uh, and i wake up with a racing heart and sweating all over and then it is an uh, an expression of uh, hey uh, the, in a certain way, the dream says there you're you're more anxious than necessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, find a different way to deal with the anxiety. Now, I, and and I would say that those watching watching the program would uh, agree with me that they've had dreams that they would say it seems so real. Is that yes. because it was? Well, uh, that is very uh, astute observation. Dreams are so uh, real that uh, once we're in the dream and 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 let's go back to that uh, the beginning assumptions the dream is a world our mind is awake it, it takes on a dream body and in this dream body our mind is awake looks around and doesn't know it's in the world of dream it sees a cow and it thinks it's this reality and uh, uh, so the dream world is 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 hypnotically real and so you wake up and you've seen a cow or you see your sister or you've been at the school and you go like my gosh it was identical and i touched the wall and it felt like stone and i ate the pizza and it tasted like pizza mm-hmm. and it's crazy how real the dream world presents itself mm-hmm. well i know i know you're not presenting yourself as a dream interpreter, but I'm, I'm going to give you one because I've had this yeah. re- recurring nightmare myself. I don't know how many years and it's, um, uh, I'm at the top of a hill and I'm in a car and that hill, that, that road goes straight, sort of straight down a good angle, not like straight down, but it's kind of straight down and it goes right into a, a river that's overflowing and the r- river is going over this, this road. And I don't know how many dreams I've had. Inevitably, I can't stop that car. I'm going, I'm going in there, and I'm going to hit that water. And then sometimes I'm walking across the rope bridge, and the water is above the rope bridge. And then it's like, but I continue to have that sliding down. Michael, what's going on? Yes. In those cases, I uh, always advise people to uh, go close to what is the experience? What is happening? And so in your dream, what is happening is that uh, you're uh, moving through life, in your car but let's say it's a movement through life okay and you you feel that you're uh, you're, you're you're slowing down and you cannot break you cannot stop and so you feel you, there's some sense of being out of control 
uh, moving uh, towards some inevitable maybe a sense of uh, getting into the water is very often with emotions mm -hmm. getting into an emotional stream that you cannot that you think especially that you think you can't handle or where you're afraid that you will drown in that experience and you cannot stop it and you see it coming and and up there you go so something <laughs> like that usually will have happened well, I, need, now I need to impregnate that dream with a, a device on the car that when it hits water, it inflates, and I go hydro, hydrofoil and over to the other side. All right, uh, another question for you. This uh, says, um, can can you achieve a dream body by conscious dreaming? Uh, yes, you will. Uh, you will. Uh, uh, most of the time, you will have a dream body. Once you're in the dream, you look. Uh, you do like this, and you will see your hand mm -hmm. and your arm, and you have the feeling that you have a body. So you have a dream body. And uh, uh, if you become conscious in your dream, lucid in your dream, you can actually uh, uh, even change that. You can say, "Oh, I want to have six fingers. I want to have uh, I want to have really uh, big, uh, strong arms." Mm -hmm. Or you can do experiments as, "I would like to know what it feels like to have uh, the body of a tiger or a dog or the opposite sex, just for uh, for the experience." That, uh, that you actually know, hey, this consciousness takes on the form and shape in this life, in my case, of a male. Mm -hmm. But in the, it's, it's much more fluid in the dream. It could become, uh, it yeah. could become a car, a tiger, anything. Okay. Uh, well, I, I'd, li I'd like to be a puppy dog, you know, a real nice dog. <laughs> yeah. Or well, give dog. it a try, uh, Daniel. Or, give it a or, try. Or a sheep dog, and I'd have a whole lot of friends out there in the field. Um, what is the meaning of angels in dreams? Well, that's a, that's that's always a very positive uh, uh, visitation. If you if you see an angel, angels uh, are in support of uh, of of our journey. And uh, um, if you wake up, just uh, thank the angel for being there. And it doesn't. You don't even have to interpret the dream. It's just like in your dream with the water tower. Thank uh, this knowing inside that showed you something that that came to you and, and just said, look, I'm here. I know about things. We, we can have a relationship. I can tell you much more if, you, uh, if, if we work together. And we can work together with angels and say, thank you, angel. This is such a blessing to have you uh, here. Let's uh, work together. Uh, how can I help you? Or please help me with, uh, with dealing with... Uh, my boss today or whatever you need energy for so so we could invite angels into our dreams yes you can always uh, ask that doesn't mean that you will see them but that uh, they're, they're also they are somewhere in this other world and they can visit in dreams mm -hmm. and they uh, they might uh, they might show up in themselves or they might give you a supportive dream or give you an answer or uh, uh, they might show you if you say, gosh, I have such a hard time speaking up to my boss, then maybe in the dream a figure shows up that's really uh, self-confident uh, and self-assured and proactive, and you can tap into that energy, and then you can learn to speak up to your boss. Mm -hmm. That's also usually how they, they do it. They, they don't often do it for you. They give you tools so that you can do it for yourself. Mm. Um is there a difference between how people may die in dreams, such as drowning, burning, or driving off a cliff? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, again, 
what I what I advise to 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 look at is what is the experience, and the experience of drowning is very different than the experience of driving off a cliff. We all know somewhat the, the even the metaphorical sense of falling off the cliff versus drowning. I might be drowning in emotions. I might be drowning in 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 my work. And if that is the case, I might have the feel feeling that I that I'm swimming and that I can't swim and that I drown, and I'm drowning in my emotions. But if I would feel that I'm 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 burnt in an in a building, I would have to look a little bit at what is my experience. But it would it would indicate a different uh, it's a different experience. And I might uh, might feel that there's in my high, in my life somewhat too much heat, uh, probably not enough emotion, uh, too much pressure. Uh, I might be doing something that uh, and where the pressure is on too much that I can deal with. Mm-hmm. So af- after uh, or through my life, I've had n- numbers of nightmarish failed relationships. Let's just call them nightmares. But now I'm married to the woman of my dreams. Did I dream her into existence or did my dreams go out to find her? Well, I think that uh, that these things are always a an, an, an co-creation. Just like your dream is a co-creation. You're seeing the tiger and you turn left and then the tiger does something and you do something. Mm-hmm. And, and just in this life, if you uh, work through those nightmarish relationships and really thought, gosh, what did she do? What did, what was my contribution here? And you took some ownership on, uh, on on your shadow. Then you came to a better place, and then your own inner life became a, became a more uh, warm and welcoming and compassionate, loving place. And then somehow you come in touch with other people that resonate where you are. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then we sometimes find the right uh, partner after a couple of not so great relationships, but especially uh, because in your case, you must have done some some self-exploration to get to a better place. Mm-hmm. Is this, I assume that's I, correct, I, I, right? I can, I can see I can see that, and that, that's definitely a, a, a sort of a, a clinical answer, of course, but I was generally thinking more of a sort of a, sort of a spiritual tying into the dream situation. So you're, you're saying it's more of a clinical trial by fire and getting adjustments and then, you know, finding an agreeable person type of thing. But so it's, uh, dreams it, didn't it, have it, anything it, to do it, with this, what you're saying. It, it is a, it's a bit, uh, uh, a combination by, by you or anyone working through their issues, they get in a different, uh, different frequency and that frequency reverberates. So we meet people that, so, the some, fre- so is the frequency then did it, it did do the beck and call? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. There you go. Yeah. There, well, there's something. I'll take, a be- you know, frequencies. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take frequencies on that one. All right. Yeah. Max says, Michael, can one walk in this life? Wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can one, one walk in this life in a dream body while your physical body is sleeping somewhere else? Um, I love that question. Um, what uh, what 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 people have experienced uh, and myself too is that you can have an out of body experience so you're in this in this reality you leave your body and you can move around 
and uh, and so you can uh, you can go to uh, uh, you can go you can go out of your house and you can be in the street and so or people that uh, in near death experiences were in a hospital and uh, sometimes they report hey I was out of my body I saw the operation room from the uh, from the ceiling I heard what the doctor said mm-hmm. so right. you 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 can have that kind of an experience um, I don't know if you can. But so, but I don't know if you could uh, be asleep and have a similar experience. I've I've never tested nor heard anyone do that, but I I could imagine that it's possible. I I just don't know. Mm-hmm. You you have a bit of a dialect. May I inquire what that's from? Yes, I was uh, I lived a long time in the Netherlands okay. in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. so that is uh, where the uh, the accent comes from. Okay, all right, nice. All right, uh, here's a question here. Uh, more questions coming in. Um, Seven Mile Bridge says, Michael, what do you think is happening to a person that is sleepwalking? They can talk to you and interact and yeah. will not remember yeah. anything in the morning. Yes. Uh, it's a bit in a hybrid state of consciousness. Uh, a person is not fully uh, fully uh, aware. So again, their mind is is a little bit awake but it's not aware that it is in this reality. So it is, uh, it, 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 the person walks around, uh, they can do certain things, but they're not, uh, not, not fully, uh, fully here. And uh, then indeed they, uh, they don't remember. They went to the fridge and ate all the cookies mm-hmm, or, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, see, I would say, how about this, you know, uh, go out and cut the grass, do the yard work in the dream state. So when you, when you wake up, it, all the work's already done. You don't even know you did it. So the, <laughs> that could, would be the best. Could have some benefits <laughs> there. I'll just say it. Tammy Hall says, how can we remember dreams better? Yes. Uh, uh, the number one thing for that is have curiosity. So be curious in, uh, in, in having a dream. So, I, in, in, that would be, for example, saying right now, gosh, dream. We haven't been in touch that much lately, but I would love to have a dream tonight. And when I have a dream, uh, I will put here a pen and paper next to my bed and I will write it down because you have to write down immediately upon waking because most of them evaporate. That's because that short-term memory goes offline at night and only pops back online when you wake up. So it is curiosity, pen and paper, uh, talk to the dream, and within uh, one, two, three days, you will have a dream. And then if you do that, you will have two, three, four dreams a week. Okay, so there are those dreams that you wake up and you instantly remember, and you can actually recall them during the day. I've had many dreams like that. I can recall it. Um, But the ones that I don't remember, are we bound to redream those dreams till we get it is that small little steps versus the big impactful one that we can remember without having to write anything down or even think about no not, not not necessarily we uh, we we live through a lot of uh, experiences and something in us has registered it has lived through it so then it's uh, then it's done and over but if we uh, if we have an uh, um, blockage somewhere that uh, will be both in the dream and in this life until that blockage is solved. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Believe asked this question. Why do we dream of dead loved ones? Well, I, uh, of course, this is, 
uh, I think that the uh, um, when you die, you go to another world and a world behind the world. And uh, that's maybe again in a different world or a different frequency. And people uh, uh, continue there. Their body is here, their spirit is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. They can meet us in, uh, in the dream world. And uh, these are called uh, visitations. And sometimes people uh, have a visitation of uh, their father or spouse or grandfather. And, uh, and, and they really feel, oh, this was, uh, this was dad visiting me. And sometimes dad says something or does uh, something kind or they just know this is dad. And uh, uh, just because there's still a connection and the world of dream is, is where we e most easily can meet. And, uh, and that, that is, that's how I would answer that question. Mm -hmm. what, what do you think? Well, um, there's some taboo about even thinking about dead people I mean, or talking to dead people, you know, necromancy is, is I think the term. So some people, there's a, there's a sort of a kind of a red flag there about that whole issue. And then there are those tricksters and that I've, come to understand to exist that will mimic your dead relatives and if they do there must be a sinister purpose and that purpose can only be to cause you harm or divert you off the path you're supposed to be on so yeah. it's almost a realm like well you if you start to hear or talk or dream about dead loved ones you may end up getting a trickster that's impersonating them because they would know everything about them they you know they because these whoever these tricksters are i mean a lot of cultures believe that there's such a thing or impersonators or maybe a demon that can tell you, you know, so I'm, I'm your great dad, I'm your de great de granddaddy. Remember, I had the yellow car, and only you think only my grandmother yeah, know yeah. that, but no, the universe knows that they had a yellow car, right? Yes. So, I, yeah. So it's 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 an area that I I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't go down there because I think there's way more of that going on than there is actual speaking of dead love to loved ones. Well, that's possible, and and I think there. Um, uh, always uh, test uh, the the fruit of uh, of uh, of their uh, of their message if uh, if that is an an, an benevolent uh, compassionate fruit or is that a bad fruit mm -hmm. and uh, that's how we could uh, distinguish between the trickster and perhaps a real visitation on what is the intent that they bring. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But well, I I hear you. Well, yeah, I mean, in another term, I think it was for those are called familiar spirits. So, so I guess there's, you got to have understanding, you know, and discernment, I guess is the, is the key word. And they would take take advantage of us. Those of us that would not be so discerning. and think that any message they get is a great message. You know, we've had a number of people on this show that, you know, a lot that talk about contacting people on the other side to get information. But, uh, I, like I say, I think it's, I think it's dangerous territory. Uh, it's almost like an in, in, invitation. You open the door and you don't know, who, you don't know what's going to walk through it. Yeah. And, uh, and therefore I think, uh, the best, my, the best thing we can do is, is have our own intentions being, uh, uh, generous, loving so that, uh, we, uh, we stay on, uh, on, on a loving, generous path. So that we know we're in alignment with uh, with the good spirits. Okay. Uh, Bear asked this question. Can eating certain meals before sleeping affect your dreams? Absolutely. 
um, uh, and even uh, there have been tests that uh, people would uh, would uh, get a certain smell uh, during their dream sleep, and the, and the dream would uh, incorporate that uh, that smell in uh, in the dream. Or sometimes uh, the alarm uh, clock goes off, and people think uh, it's uh, the, the dream somehow weaves that in as if if that is happening in the dream as well. But uh, before you eat, before you go to bed, uh, certain foods. Uh, uh, it's not not for everyone that if you eat pasta that you have a certain dream. But but uh, to have uh, some people have uh, intense dream after eating too close to bed and eating spicy food or uh, it's very uh, personal. But uh, but certain foods can have an impact on on the way we dream. Mm. Kind of reminds me of uh, I think it was Scrooge. When he saw the three ghosts, he he said, I'm, "I think I ate a bad potato, and that's why I'm I'm seeing these these visions of ghosts running around here." So, uh, yeah. and then what about the use of uh, psychedelic drugs? Do you recommend that or not recommend that? It's enhanced dreaming. Uh, yeah, well, like uh, no, not, and... not not necessarily for dreaming, but what I think that psychedelic drugs do is they generate another world. And uh, they generate uh, uh, it's it's our it's your own consciousness again generating a world where you can do things and engage with that world in a certain way sometimes for the better sometimes for the worst um, and dreams are are just mini manifestations of uh, of of these other worlds and I think dreams are a natural state where uh, a dream uh, psychedelics. Uh, um, um, can work and have helped uh, people, but uh, you need to be very careful with uh, the go, right dose go, and with the right people and in the right. Goes back to that door opening thing. Seems like right. Most, and, and 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 about that though, uh, there's a, the kind of the slogan, you know, uh, are better angels type of thing, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, the 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 baser sort of, of our actions. I mean, there's always that struggle in every in every human life between doing good and doing not good. Yeah. And how do we know that our dreams aren't facilitating the bad? And then if if so, we may think that's who we really are because we were dreaming about it. Yes. Uh, well, we do we do like in in Jungian psychology, uh, uh, we all have a shadow, a part of our own psyche that is uh, maybe uh, greedy or lazy or yeah the dark side we have a a darker side the 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 base side and also that side comes up in dreams so it's our own free will and our own consciousness that needs to discern and will will this lead to more compassion or more generosity or a better life or will this lead to uh, negativity and we can choose because we have free will, but uh, life is already difficult enough. So let's choose something. Uh, let's choose for love and so, compassion. So, 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 could you guide or incubate your dream or impregnate your dream with the idea that you're going to slay the dark side of our own being? Um, maybe not, uh, not slay, because we have uh, it. Always will be there, but you can engage in a different way. Mm-hmm. There will always be a, a, a little voice that says. Well, why don't you uh, why don't you pay the full amount? Mm-hmm. Or why don't you take a little bit more? Yeah. 
yeah. and and that you that you engage with that voice and that you know hey there's that voice that that yeah. is scared that there's not enough the, the, and, and let me Ma just practice generosity yeah Ma Machiel, there was a, a star trek episode in the 60s where captain kirk um he, he was in the transporter and his darker self came out of the transporter and so uh <clears throat> he was and then he split in two and so there were two captain kirks in the 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 one was full of love and compassion, almost effeminate to somewhat, you know, couldn't make a decision. And then there was the angry Captain Kirk of the darker side. And so they were kind of fighting it out. And the darker side wanted to take over and kill off the 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 nicer Kirk until they came to realize that it was the darker side of Kirk that allowed him to make those split decisions of life and death and to move the, yeah. the enterprise. So he needed both both parts to function properly. Yeah. Yes, that's a great example of uh, uh, integrating the dark side. And uh, uh, the dark side uh, in excess uh, will be greedy and, uh, and lazy, but, uh, or will be a bully. Mm -hmm. But in a, in a healthy integration, it is, uh, the bully's energy is uh, the ability to speak up, to go your own way, uh, not be disturbed that other people don't like you when you do something that you believe in. Mm -hmm. But it can also very easily turn and, and, dark. And if they don't believe in you, just go dark on them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Why would a dream about one's own pending death give off a calm sensation rather than a nightmare sensation? Um, yeah, it's a great question. I think, and I've seen that too, that, uh, um, that one's own uh, dream uh, then in the, then then shows what is what is a, what is most likely to happen and and the dream itself is not afraid for death something in us uh, seems and also the dreams seems to portray we're going on a journey we're going to another world and uh, we're going to meet uh, the big uh, the big self mm -hmm. and uh, it's not afraid for that we uh, the little self usually don't want to go there want to stay here but the, but the deeper soul uh portrays uh, that as uh as uh, as not a uh, not a terrible thing uh, that's that is happening so i think it's very astute i think also in general if we dream about other people dying and it is calm and it is maybe even benign uh, a feeling it's very often an indication that uh, that these things are on the on the program that their end is coming and it gives us also time to prepare or say goodbye or doesn't always mean it is that way we might misinterpret the dream but it, it could be that the dream gives us a heads up so if somebody has a problem in their life then and they're getting ready to go to bed and they typically they have got a lot of anxiety so should they intentionally at that point before they go to sleep say i am going to dream and answer this problem that yeah. i have yeah yeah and, but, and, but, but, but the mind wonders, you may get a, like a second of that kind of thinking and then you're thinking about cutting the grass or, you know, yeah, I, whatever. Yeah, definitely. You, you have to, uh, I suggest uh, uh, that's that step three in my book, do a ritual. And a ritual is just a term for spend some time on sitting with that question. Uh, maybe do a prayer, light a candle write a, a little bit about your anxiety okay ask so, for help so do something so do something that is like a marker yes You're talking about creating a marker 
creating a marker with a clear beginning and a clear end. Mm -hmm. and, that, and then you indicate to your higher self, I need help with this anxiety. And if you give me help, I'm going to do something with it. Of course, the anxiety then would become into a, a problem that somebody would be battling. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. For those of you who just joined us on our newsmaker line on via Zoom, we're talking to Michael Clerk, talking about dream guidance, connecting to the soul through dream incubation. Now, a quandary on that. Are, are you saying that we we need to connect to the soul? Are we not connected already? We are connected. If we would look uh, as, in a metaphor, we are waves on an ocean. And each, each wave is connected to the ocean okay. and is made of the same substance as the ocean. And so we humans are in direct connection with our soul and our soul makes up us. And, and at the same time, uh, we sometimes forget that we are. And so this reconnecting is also sort of kind of a remembering or reestablishing this relationship that is already there. And we just engage with the soul or the spirit or the mystery and say, hey, I want to uh, bring you more into this world. I want to contribute more to the world. I want to bring the gifts that I have to people that could benefit from it. That is what I mean with that. Um, is the is the soul the same as your conscience, or is that different? I would uh, I would distinguish between that, mm -hmm. uh, but that's that's just a, a, a how you see it. Uh, um, the, I, very often, your own conscious is is this what is what is active right now that knows. Oh, I'm talking to Daniel, uh, and and can see the room. That would be your personal consciousness, and then underneath is this layer that is the unconscious of, or your soul of which this is a small manifestation so uh, but the, but your soul is also conscious so some people would say the consciousness uh, so it, it's it depends what kind of how you define the terms mm -hmm. so uh, uh okay where, where do you think you go when you die well uh, first of all I, I of course i don't know so, uh, but uh, my, uh, my, my dreams, and if I look at other people's dreams, seem to suggest that uh, life goes on in some form. We leave our body here, but part of our consciousness seems to move on to another world. And, uh, and, and that world seems to be a world that coexists to this world. Maybe it's another frequency, another dimension, another world. And... Uh, and it continues to live on there. And what, uh, what it appears to be that, uh, that, that the experience that we have on Earth is important for uh, the next step, as if we were coming here to work out things, explore things, contribute uh, our gifts, and that will help us in the, in the next step of the journey. So that is a bit of a broad Mm -hmm. the thing what I okay. I think okay uh, what, what, what do you what do you think well let me answer that by answering it with this question here uh, that I, yeah. wanted, I wanted to bring up here in Acts 217 now it says there that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams we talked about earlier about how to sort of use dream guidance 
but it sounds here like like God God is saying, ask me for more of my spirit, and you're going to have those dreams. And we're talking in our conversation tonight that a lot of our answers can come through dreams. So shouldn't we seek God's help in uh, getting uh, more dreams or an understanding of dreams? Yes, I think that uh, uh, um, uh, God is one way to describe that mystery behind the world that creates the world, and and and. But it's also, I think, a a name humans gave to this mysterious phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So we could, I could, for for myself, I could call it the mystery or God or the divine, mm-hmm. and I think is that uh, God showed you in your dream, hey, I know about this tower. Mm -hmm. And I'm just telling you that I know about this tower to tell you that I'm in your life. Mm -hmm. And we can have a deeper relationship if you are also up for it. Mm -hmm. And if not, I still love you, but we can have a deeper relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think God is, is entering and helping us through life. And one way... Uh, where we can meet God is or answers from God is in dreams. There are more ways, but I think dreams is one one way, and I think uh, this uh, yeah this speaks to that. Mm. Yeah. So, so the answer to, to your question to me, I think that when you die, I, I, that your soul re- reconnects to the, with the Creator, and y'all have a discussion of how your life went on the earth, and um, yeah. I think that during life that He plainly says that he'll talk to us through the dreams and I but I also said as I mentioned talking about tricksters that that there are there are copycats out there that may try to infer to you that you're getting messages from the great beyond and you're not in fact getting those messages but the other thing of it is talking about the eternal soul of that when I'm saying that I believe you re, your soul returns to the great creator but he also apparently knows you before you're even born because it said before I knew you you know before you were born I knew you so it seems like he's yeah. known us for all this time. So we're on this earth uh, to live a life, uh, a spiritual life in a, in, a, in a human body, but to experience life and to get some of that understanding, I think he releases to us through dreams. Yes, I, I, I think that too. And, and by establishing that relationship and reaching out. And so my hypothesis is if, if, if we would say, God, please show, show to me in the dream how I, how I can be a kinder person, that, that God will, will do that and that it will override the intrusion of, of, of the trickster. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I would uh, say uh, something as, uh, how can I uh, uh, rob a bank, that a trickster uh, uh, can come in because that starts aligning with my intention. Mm-hmm. If I really reach out for the benefit of myself and the world, my hypothesis is that 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 you get a dream that will help you do that. Mm-hmm. Now, how, how do we know, uh, Amakil, that our thoughts are our own? We talked about, we were talking earlier in the first hour about yeah. where do dreams come from, and I'm almost yeah. thinking that maybe the same kind of thing to talk about with, with thoughts. Yeah. Um, well, I think that some of our thoughts are not our own. I think that we're connected like the wave to the ocean, mm-hmm. and that there's sometimes things pop up in uh, in the wave, that are not necessarily the the the, the wave itself, or uh, uh, and and both for better and worse. We could have an intuition of uh, how uh, a business or where to meet a person, or 
we uh, just uh, get the sense of, oh, I'm in the wrong place. I need to go. Uh, or I, hey, I need to call my, uh, my, my, my cousin. And then they are somehow uh, in trouble and it was good that I called. Mm-hmm. And those are thoughts that, uh, that don't come from ourselves, that come from a, a higher self. But I also think we have, uh, have, have thoughts that uh, come in a little more through the shadow that say, uh, hey, if you, uh, if you take this now, no one will know. Mm-hmm. Well, see, and, uh, remember when I was, I was talking about how a dream is formulated, somebody got a cast of characters, somebody's no. got the, the artistry, the background images, the car, the river, then somebody's writing the script. Then somebody says, roll it, and then everybody's doing their part, and you're kind of sitting there watching that. I mean, the only way that could happen with the brain, I mean, we'd have to instantaneously create this, but what would even tell your brain to do that? So I was wondering about thoughts then, in the same sort of context, before you have a thought, what tells your brain to think that thought? There has to be the words of the thinking, and then it has to be formulated, and it's pretty much instantaneous, the thought. You don't even think about formulating it. It It just... comes out yeah yeah and 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 one way to imagine that is there's an, an deeper source of energy that flows through us that at night time creates this this world that we call dream and in the daytime it generates it comes up through us and generates thoughts and it does that based on on our psychological disposition so if you are an, a painter uh, the, the stream of consciousness of the flow of energy comes in and you will have, have thoughts about making paintings and wanting to paint. If you're not a painter, you might have uh, it about mechanics or about baking cookies or playing basketball or making and doing a podcast. And, uh, and, and that's de- that, is, that is dependent on the specific qualities that that human uh, has and that, that energy comes in and quite a lot of thoughts are, are not our own. Have you now? Have you uh, received answers to questions that you had through a dream? Yes, I uh, I had uh, many, and I've worked with many people on uh, on it. And it's it's it comes from things as what's one type of food that is good for me to eat, and then uh, people had had dreams in uh, uh, that that showed them uh, how they could eat, should eat more eggs or uh, eat more protein or drink more water. Uh, very practical examples. Uh, and a question like is, how can I be more kind to myself? And then people are being shown uh, characters or figures that do kind things that they can can uh, can mimic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also works very good if you have an illness. Uh, you could ask, uh, how can I? What is going on? Or how can I cure this? Doesn't always uh, give a cure, but uh, dreams uh, that that force, let's say, God. Is, is is supportive and where where possible it, it, it comes with and where it fits your life path it comes with with uh, with help and we're all connected to that it is a uh, human birthright there's a massive and tragic earthquake that just hit turkey yeah such a massive loss of life you would think that the loss of of life and the souls would reverberate through the fabric of life throughout the planet really and I'm just wondering, do most events in, in, in that category of impact, do people get dreams ahead of time? And if they did, that the earthquake is coming, who would believe them to change anything that they do? Yeah. 
Well, then you have a need to have a very strong relationship and, 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 and working relationship with your dream to, to take that up and really know, oh, this is not a fear dream, but it's, an, it's a prophetic dream. And, and very often, uh, some people will have those dreams. People have had dreams about wars that were about to take place, or even with 9-11, some people had uh, had dreams about uh, the buildings mm -hmm. or uh, uh, it is known that bin laden on a certain moment started speeding up the uh, activities because people in his team were starting having dreams about uh, uh, planes flying in an air uh, in, in a building mm -hmm. and he was afraid that it and they didn't know yet what he was planning he was afraid it would get out so people do do and do dream about uh, uh, sometimes about horrible things that can happen mm -hmm. and uh it's hard to distinguish is it fear is it real and what do i do mm. and not that well, many would people it be, would it be would it be them. say because i personally know someone who had dreams of the towers on fire before 9 11. yeah he said yeah. he was driving through new york and the two buildings were on fire before yeah. it happened yes but with that yeah. information oh well, that's a weird dream that's all that's yeah. all that's all one gets from that so yeah. Would it be that it has to be verified? Uh, say, let's just say that you were going to work one day in the towers, and and you know somebody has had a dream, and then you think, oh well, I'm gonna go to work, and then but before you get into your work, another person says they had a dream. Is that when you need to take action? Because well, the first person that, doesn't seem to be enough. Yeah, that is that is definitely. I usually work with with uh, everyone decides for themselves, but I work often with three times. If, it, if I get three times that someone says something, I think, hey, somehow God or the universe wants to know me about this. Let me let me think at least about it. Mm -hmm. Oh, three times this building collapses. Ooh, what? Uh, yeah, what shall I do with this? Or, or also in positive sense, if, a, if three people say you need to listen to this song, and normally I wouldn't listen to this song. I probably will listen to this and just just to test it out. Okay, so you used a three for method. Yeah, the yeah. First, first is like uh, patronizing. Okay, nice, nice, weird dream, nice dream. Second one, hmm, that's kind of weird. Third one, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. right. That's right. I like I like the three for I like the three for method, man. Uh, I think the Bible says wherever two agree on one thing, it shall be done. So maybe it's two, but three for sure. All right. Well, Mikhail Clerk, we got, uh, we're at the end of the broadcast. Anything you'd like to say about your book, Dream Guidance, Connecting to the Soul Through Dream Incubation, you, or how to get it, you go right ahead. Yes, people can get it on Amazon, and it's at uh, almost any Barnes & Nobles in the United States. Uh, people can get it through uh, the book depository that delivers uh, worldwide for free. And um, it's an, uh, an easy five-step method and how you can ask God or the mystery or your soul for, for support. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want to just encourage people, uh, test it, experiment with it. There is a benign, helpful being that is interested in helping and, and can help more when we ask it. And uh, it can help in many ways through prayer, meditation, but dreams is one great way to get support. And life can just be a little bit easier, more fun, more fulfilling by having that uh, support in our life. Mm -hmm. So did you have any dreams or anxiety before you came on this program? No, I, uh, I had a healthy uh, anticipation uh, right. to get here. <laughs> well, you've done a number of interviews yourself. Uh, how was this style versus what you've had before, done before? 
Well, I like that uh, that uh, you uh, are very curious and inquisitive and have uh, many questions and clearly have thought about this uh, subject and uh, had uh, brought in your own dream. And uh, I pick up that you have your own connection to uh, to God. And so that uh, that made it also easy to uh, to suggest uh, uh, that, uh, that the relationship can be strengthened through dreams. And, uh, and you brought in, hey, I think this and I think that. And then people can make up their own minds because at the end of the day, uh, people need to, uh, to to make up their own minds. And I hope that uh, we stimulate it together, people that listen to think about it and play and experiment and have a better life. Yeah, all right. And I, and I think there's a lot of excitement to that to lead a fuller life. All right, uh, Michael Clerk, I appreciate you coming on the Yes broadcast. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Daniel. All right, thank you, sir. Thank you.